Hi, everyone. Welcome to Rise and Thrive. It's Aaron here, and I'm here with Mary Hayes Greco. And we have not checked in for a while, have we, Mary? Nope. We've oh. been busy being in a pandemic doing <laughs> not our usual things for a while. Exactly. Yeah. But we thought it would be nice to check in together with each other and then also share this with, with anyone who wants to listen to it as we all kind of find our way through this this pandemic in 2020 and turn the corner into 2021. And uh, what's on your mind? This too shall pass. That's what they say. And if I look at the calendar, I see that indeed nine months have passed. Mm -hmm. Although time as everyone is reporting is very strange these days. Mm -hmm. It is passing. (laughs) It is late December. It is going to be new year's and 2021. And you know, maybe we won't be saying the year 2020 like it's a swear word anymore and, mm-hmm. and move on to other times. But yes, this <laughs> shall pass. And we're trying to figure out how to how to be with our our shine in life as, as we go. Yeah, yeah. We talk a lot about um, the self-mastery tools that you bring to the table and you teach people in your long program and in your workshops and everything. And I'm a huge fan of of your workshops, your forgiveness workshops and your self-mastery program, because what I love about it is that it's within oneself. It's within me to figure out how to get through whatever I'm going through. And it's really as you learn and embrace this way of being it it kind of isn't so important i mean it always is important about what's going on on the external but it but you're not just at the whim of what's going on at the external at the effect of it right and the difference between uh walking in a masterful way in your life and walking in a victim mindset Mm -hmm. is it's a huge difference even though the circumstances might be exactly the same Isn't that amazing? Two different lenses. Yeah. But I think, uh, you know, the person who's a victim says, oh, no, oh, no, what's going to happen next? And this is going to be terrible. And what shall I do? And why me? Why me? Why does this happen to me? And the person who's walking masterfully says, okay, then. Wow. Okay. Here's my classroom. This is a Mm -hmm. tough course but I am a wise and smart person. I intend to get an A in this course, <laughs> do my work, do my homework and uh, hold it as a opportunity for honing our strengths and mm-hmm. containing more and more light, more and more light of the soul. So that's, that's the mastery way. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, and forgiveness as we've spoken of in the past is has to do with being able to be resilient with life in such a way that you can let go, let go, let go of expectations Mm -hmm. about what is normal and what is supposed to be and what you thought and, you know, how you, what you expected is uh, it's keeping us in uh, away from loving reality as it is. And apparently, you know, reality does things sometimes that we don't, we don't prefer, yep. but we can love it the way it is <laughs> if we can let go of those expectations. And I feel like everyone this year, really everyone this year around the world has been in a great big forgiveness class, yeah. great big letting go of normal quotes, mm-hmm. letting go of what I thought 
and finding the good somehow, finding the good in our daily journey through this. Well, and we've talked, we've talked about this a little bit when we catch up on the phone. We haven't been recording podcasts as um, I mentioned at the beginning here, but we have talked on the phone quite a bit, Mary, and kept up with each other. And the other day I called you, I said, how are you doing? And you said, I'm pandemic okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is the only way to answer that question. I I noticed a lot of people, it's like the qualified response. How are you? And people say something like, well, you know, I mean, given everything or, you know, they say something (laughs) qualifying. And so I decided to just cut to it, you know, in in a straightforward way and say, oh, I'm pandemic pretty good right now. (laughs) Oh, I I am pandemic miserable. Uh, I'm I'm pandemic. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, well, and it, it works the other way too, because if things are just not working out and you know, you're trying something like at work, this will happen to me. I'm trying something with, and, and it just is falling apart or whatever. And then my colleague is like, ah, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're going through a pandemic. You know, why would we expect everything to work? Great. <laughs> Remember this? Remember this? <laughs> we're doing pretty good considering we're doing pandemic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's good. Well, one of the reasons why we decided to fire up the old Zoom recording and, and get back on the stick here was because uh, the solstice is happening tomorrow, right? Winter, Winter solstice. solstice. Yeah, I think we were talking and I started jamming with you about how much I love winter solstice. You do. You I do. do. Like, oh, it's almost my favorite day of the year. Is it really? Yeah, because... Uh, because I love quiet and mm-hmm. I love, I love depth and I love the earth. And it is the day in the year when the earth is in her depth and her mm. quietude. And you could just feel it palpably. I noticed it one year when I went, you know, skipping out my front door with my car keys jingling and something just stopped me in my tracks. And it was just this amazing blanket of quiet. And it was you know, it was like a soft, sunny winter day. There was nothing special about it, but there was. And I thought, oh, it's solstice. And uh, over the years, I have, I've claimed it as my, my favorite winter day. And mm-hmm. I always make sure that I'm not running around shopping mm-hmm. on solstice. Because that is not quiet, Erin. No. That, that is not solitude and quiet. I love to um, go to my office and put the fireplace on and do a nice long meditation or read a book or take a nap Mm -hmm. and that makes me willing to do all the other holiday hoopla if (laughs) I have that (laughs) that day of winter quiet so uh yeah so that's yeah that's tomorrow and um tonight uh it continues the great big star in the sky I've heard yeah have you been out to see if you can see anything it was all cloudy last night I couldn't see it but yeah and I'm getting little things in my email saying is this the dawning of the age of Aquarius? Is this what this is? I'm is like, it? Okay. Is it? Mary, well, is it? I don't know. We've been hoping for something. <laughs> hoping for some kind of dawning for, since the 1960s. But <laughs> sometimes dawn takes a it's while. It's always the dawning of something. It's the dawning of something. Sometimes dawn is just coming a long, yeah. long time before it actually like breaks out. Breaks yeah. Out. Yeah, well, I yeah. I have appreciated your love of the solstice all along. And this year, of course, getting ready for holidays is so different than other years. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it, for me, it's been a lot quieter a- anyway, you know, I just, there's no, I haven't shopped. I don't like to shop. I'm not really a shopper, but it's, I just got my act together and did it ahead of time online. But, um, it, you know, Thanksgiving was quiet with a very small, our small immediate family and same will go for Christmas Eve and, and Christmas day. And we're, you know, we're sad that we won't get to see people. Um, but at the same time, we're, we've accepted it and we're doing it for everyone's safety and well-being and so that we can have many more, you know, months but and years. so cool that everyone's more or less, everyone is doing the same thing, you know, like we're, it's so rare in, in human life that you can look around and say like the whole world, all the countries are going through the same thing. Yeah, and, it is. And it's really startling. Way with it. Yeah. Trying to find, you know, how do we do this best? You know, although I would just note that that because we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, Mary, like I'm we're all in our own little boxes, but some people's boxes are shaped differently. Like you have a friend who is a nurse in an emergency room and her box has her, you know, going in and out of the hospital all the time and coming home and putting her feet up and trying to working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, But she can't leave that box time right now. You know, and that's like, uh, I guess in a way we all discover what, what is mine to deal with and yeah. what is not mine to deal with. And we have to have our, our boundaries around well, what is not mine to deal with. I can't yeah. really help those people over there. I can't really make this thing stop and change. Um, but what is mine to deal with? Mine is to, gee, mine is to pray for those people yeah. that are working their butts off. Mine is to... Uh, keep grooming my own consciousness so that I'm centered and, and happy and mm-hmm. of use of use of use when I come into the small amount of work that I'm doing these days um, I want to be of use and so I, I've been heartened by how many people have taken to spiritual practices lately mm. taken to meditation and working out and you know yeah. Um, more self-reflection. I that's that's really a good thing. Well, and I I've been working a lot, and my husband's working a lot. We're both. I worked from home before this. I was a early adopter of the at-home working, um, and then his work sent everybody home, so he's here. And then our two college-age kids are here, um, doing online school, wrapping up semesters, and so our the, my box here is full of people. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people don't understand that I'm actually working <laughs> when I'm sitting on the couch, you know, listening to some audio recording on my phone or something. And, and so I've had to kind of like figure that out, but you I have like a special hat you have to put on I or don't. something so they can see it's a big obnoxious hat that you wear. It has a sign on it that says, uh, working, working. I, I put my finger up and I give them a look, but they, they will often ignore it, but it's been, you know, so I'm around people all the time and I understand too, that like we're all going through this. And so we, we check in with each other all the time. And I, my heart goes out to people who are, you know, in their box alone, uh, not with other people. Like it's a different challenge and yes. I, and everyone has such different challenges. Like yeah. also the people that are, I'm working with a couple of people that are um, in marriages that had some cracks and fault lines Uh-oh. going on before the pandemic, you know, mm-hmm. where there was, but you could get, you could walk around them, you could ignore them, you yeah. could 
you know, go to the movies, <laughs> go to the movies. You could just, you know, take your space, go to work yeah. and come back and reset. But now I'm, there's people that are, you know, in the house yeah. with a partner with a big issue or three big issues that have never really gotten worked through and everything's in high relief. It's everything is in yellow highlighter and, and painful, you know, yeah, and, it sounds terrible getting, getting, yeah, getting kind of toxic. And yeah. So I've been doing um, some forgiveness work with some people um, huh. where they have to get their spouse out of the house for two hours <laughs> so we can be on zoom and kick it with, getting the anger out and yeah. getting the frustration out and releasing some of the expectations that we need to let go of in order to be at peace with the person. Wow. Who's right next to you. Well, yeah. that's, that's really, I'm glad you're doing that kind of work, Mary over zoom. And how, how is it working to do it when you're not in the same room? You know, I didn't think it would work very well, but it, it does. Huh. I, I'm a people person and I yeah. like to look at your eyes and laugh and hug, <laughs> hug coming and going, um, gotta, <laughs> right. you know, I want you to be in my office when next to the fireplace with me. Um, but that's changed. And I remember last, uh, March, April, when I was scrambling to get my mastery program, my, my 10 people yeah. in my class onto zoom instead of in a room, because we had you know, to do that. Oh my gosh, it seemed like such a big deal. Yeah. Never gonna work. And in fact, it did. In fact, it worked yeah. just fine. So it's, I think if people want it badly enough, you know, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna make it work. But I think everyone is gonna have a really a joyous, you know, time hugging and touching and hovering and being in coffee shops and right rolling when around. that day finally comes i i am picturing kind of like tackling my favorite people to the ground and rolling <laughs> the floor all over their bodies like a puppy i just <laughs> I, I oh i miss the people yeah yeah i yeah, um, so. well i i'm surprised i've been amazed at how um adaptable people are and i like i'm a I would say that by nature, I'm a a glass half full person. Hmm. And so I've been very um, cognizant as we've gone through this, like, oh, you know, here's, here's a silver lining of the pandemic. Okay, here's, here's something positive. Oh, here's an opportunity that wouldn't have arisen had we not been all going through this. And I can point to many, many examples of that. And at the same time, I, I also can see, oh, there's just so much grief. Oh, there's, mm-hmm. there's so, you know, we're, we're just going through something that, you know, and for it, and it comes on us unawares. Yeah. I, I had a kind of pandemic good week last week, mm-hmm. every day, I was kind of good, I was getting things done, I was staying connected uh, with my people, you know, by phone or whatever. And uh, I was working out most days. And I was I was just doing pretty pandemic good. And then I woke up, I don't know, yesterday morning, and I'm just full of grief. I'm, mm-hmm. I woke up and I'm just, I, I just want to cry mm. hard. I don't even have a, 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 na- a way of naming what I'm crying about. Maybe it's about, oh, we're not going to be at my daughter's for Christmas Eve with the mm-hmm. kids and the, you know, presents and the stuff. And, oh, I don't know. But you know what I think it is? I think it, as the, as the year comes to a close, we just sort of naturally tend to reflect back over the last year as we get yeah. ready for the new year. And there were so many losses yeah. in 
I mean, there were so many, it was like the death by a thousand cuts, you know, it's like so many little losses. Well, and for, for rolling, many people, but, Mary, for many people, actual losses of family members that they didn't get to say goodbye loss. to, they didn't get to yes. go to a funeral. Yes. And that's all in the air. Like I, I feel so fortunate that I have not lost physically lost one of my favorite people I don't know anyone who personally who has died of COVID and, and I hope not to <laughs> you mm -hmm. know that, but but that's in the air with all of us we're, yeah. we're all sharing this and there is like there is so much grief in the air and uh so I just I just had a good cry and thought okay well I'm in grief and then I cried for 45 minutes and, mm -hmm. and then I did a zoom session with one of these women I just told you about who really needed to get some stuff out and helped her. And that felt good. And then it was fine. It's just fine. Okay. But I remember back in, um, I think it was May, June, Oh, May, June. Cause right then too, there was the uprising, mm -hmm. um, which was so much pain in the air and all that, around me yeah. here in Minneapolis. And there was so much, there was a lot of crying I needed to do, but uh, after it passed, you know, it passed. It, it, I, I think we have to learn how to, uh, someone said, ride the waves without getting water up our nose, you know? Just, oh, I, yeah, I was just going to ask you, because yeah, when you re were referring to in May and June, uh, after George Floyd was killed and just how much pain that unearthed so in so pain. many people, uh, not just here, but around the country, around the world. Around the world. We were yeah. and here in Minneapolis in, in my neighborhood, <laughs> which is yeah. where George Floyd was killed. I, I felt like I was at ground zero yeah. of that pain. And um, so I spent a lot of time crying and praying at that time. And then I fled to the woods. I confess, I fled to my mm -hmm. cabin. Mm -hmm. in the woods because I felt like you know what I this this is all going to be going on for a while I want to be of use and if I'm going to be of use I have to find a deeper space mm -hmm. of peace and well-being than I'm in right now I need to find some deeper space of peace that's in the earth and some deeper order unfolding that's in the universe that is uh bigger and deeper and wider than what goes on in the human world so um, that was my intention. And I think I'm getting there. I think I'm, I'm getting, I have some uh, more ground under my mm -hmm. feet in terms of my, my basic uh, trust and faith, you know, that everything is all right. Everything's going to be all right. Well, and you make a really good point there, Mary, because as a person, there's what, what can I do for others what what can I not do for others? What do I have to do for myself in order to be of any use? And, you know, just constantly uh, watching TV or watching your social media or just seeing everything bad that's out there and putting your focus and attention on that really can be so draining and so demoralizing. And then it puts you in a place where you actually aren't very helpful to yourself or the people around you. I mean, it can deplete you in a way that, that isn't, I don't think that's, I mean, I know that's not my purpose. So I have boundaries. You're part of the problem. You're part of the yeah. problem of kind of a, a, a state of pollution that yeah. humans are dealing with. We're dealing with pollution in our mind, our collective mind. And, you know, of course, in, in the planet itself. Well, and I'm wondering if you can kind of relate 
this to the solstice and how you see the solstice, because I've heard you talk about deepening and I understand from the years that I've been hanging around you and, and learning more and more and more about self-mastery tools. It's like, I do, I need to go inward. I need to figure out what tools I can access. I need to wield those tools. I need to, you know, I need to meditate. I need to do whatever it is, but talk about that within the framework of the winter solstice. Hmm, okay. Well, um, my understanding of solstice and equinox, um, the wheel of the year comes from the ancient world, the, the Celtic spirituality of the ancient world. And, um, you know, there are different indigenous traditions that have their own version of these, of this wheel of the year. But, but I think the earth herself is, uh, has a consciousness that, that uh, grows and evolves and that we're part of it. And it goes through a cycle. It goes through a recognizable cycle. And we could say that, um, and, and in the classic wheel of the year, there's eight points on the year. There's the equinoxes, two equinoxes, the two solstices and the points in between. Um, and we could say it goes through a cycle of like the first stirrings of new life, the first uh, mm, the first tiny little vibration of awakeness in a seed in early February, Groundhog's Day or Bridget's Day. And, and then to spring equinox where the light definitely pops brighter, higher, like, oh, wow, the light is different here. And there's a sense of beginnings and hope and awakenings and kind of green on its way. And then it goes to summer solstice, which is all about fullness and blossoming and blooming and, and just full extension of energy into space and beauty and, and fulfillment. It's just, it's the height of summer, it's midsummer. And then to the next point on the wheel, which is in August, uh, which the ancients called Lunasa. And that is a uh, first harvest. That's when, oh, you know, all these things that I planted, all these seeds I planted are starting to come in. Not all of them, a lot of them, some of them. The first harvest is starting to come in. It's start, we're starting to feel like, okay. And, and, we're, and we kind of speed up in our work life, like how everyone gets busy in the fall and you mm -hmm. start running around and doing all your projects and getting, getting your work done. And then, and then onwards into fall equinox, and which is more harvest energy, more fulfillment energy, and then starting to turn towards um, the dark of the year, Halloween, uh, where we remember death with fondness. Uh, Day of the Dead is uh, a way of fondly remembering that death is part of life and that we're all going to go back into the ground uh, like a seed. And uh uh, it, that it's it's both an ending and a beginning. Anytime there's death, it's both an ending and a beginning. And then to the deep winter solstice, which is just as, it's the void, it's quiet, it's silent, it's um, meditation, it's hibernation, it's being deep within and I think and resting. You know, we're finding finding rest and um, kind of a a new blank slate for inspiration when it's time for the wheel to turn again and those quiverings of life to start again. Mm. And this happens year after year after year after year. And I love that play of light and energy that the earth is doing in the wheel of the year. And solstice is my favorite. 
Oh, that was really beautiful. Thanks, Mary. So we will turn inward. We will go into that space over the coming days and we might have a little grief while we're doing it too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we might take a page from, from Oprah who was with, you know, wise people and experts for Mm -hmm. 25 years on her show. And someone asked her once, listen, from all that you've ever heard from all the wise people and the experts, what is the one thing people can do to be more centered and happy? She said, 15 minutes of silence Mm. every day. Find your 15 minutes for total silence every day. It's going to do you so much good. So why not get started on winter solstice? Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Mary. I, uh, welcome. I love hanging out with you. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. And I think maybe we'll be, uh, um, coming together again around this podcast. Sounds good. Take care. Bye. Bye.